this conversation brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and today I'm speaking with someone I've known of for a while, but only just met, Kira Derryberry. Kira, how's it going? It's going great. It's day one of convention. It is day one at Imaging USA 2018 in Nashville. Yes. This is the third time, I think, that we've been here. I think, well, it's my, my second Nashville convention. But I think it's the third time, but I, yeah. that may not be historically accurate. <laughs> 2010, I think, was the first one. And then there was one in there in there somewhere. Yes. But I don't remember what year it was. I think it was two years ago. 2016? Were I think so. 2016? You might be right. It's all running together. <laughs> they, you know, they, they do. They do run together. There are times, there are memories that I have from past uh, imagings that I'm like, wait, was that in Arizona? Was Where that in don't, yeah. Texas? I can't remember because these hotels, gets, they start to, except uh, for this one's actually really. This one does stand out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one is really cool. The it's, biodome. It's very unique. You don't, you don't leave. You just. I haven't seen the sun here. since Thursday. So <laughs> I mean, what is today? Sunday? Yeah. No, I yeah. literally, I've obviously can see outside, but I have not been physically outside. Well, you're very busy though at this one in yes. particular. Yes. You're on the board. Right. PPA board. Mm-hmm. How tell us how how that how is that for you? It's fantastic. Um, I I get to uh, work on some of the the things that I think are so important for photographers, and I get to work on it at a level that I can actually help people. Like you, you feel know. like you're making a difference. I yes, it's so rewarding, and I'm like I um I was telling you earlier, I just complete uh, almost have completed my first year, and um it's been eye opening, it's been enlightening, it's um, it's just been a pleasure. It's been a joy to be a part of this. And, um, I hadn't really wrapped my head around, you know, I've been a member of PPA for a while, yeah. but I hadn't really wrapped my head around the, the number we have over 30,000 members. Is it that high now? It is. Yeah. And it's growing. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the last time I was told and that yeah. wasn't recently, right. <laughs> you know, it's just, it right. just keeps growing. And, um, and that I think in the beginning was kind of, I was a bit awestruck by that, you know, cause you come but to there convention, that many people, yeah, there's a right. lot of people at convention and, and, and you realize you kind of get the gravity of it, but you really, now I have this, um, it's so impactful on me, how many people are part of PPA and how many mm. people are benefiting from, um, the education we put out there and the mm. business tools we put out there. And right. I don't know, I just, I just love it. I've really enjoyed it. I, I like PPA because of the nonprofit feeling yeah the non-profitness the non-agenda feelingness (laughs) of it yeah i mean we're like we're we're really just out there to help our fellow photographer we're we're an advocate for you know for all you guys and right and there's and ppa has a pretty big voice yes absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. i mean we we are i mean i i wouldn't go so far to maybe even say lobbying but you know we were out there for you trying to make change at a huge level for you that benefits everybody i mean you know copyright for example which is such Mm -hmm. a huge topic i mean we are working on capitol hill to to um make it uh, to protect your rights Mm -hmm. and um i'm i'm really excited to to be a part of that so being on the board has gone pretty smooth for you yeah, I mean it's it's been a it's been a smooth transition. I've had some wonderful people. The, the rest of my fellow board members um, yeah. have really helped train and coach me. Mm-hmm. We also receive a lot of training. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't, I wasn't aware that the board of directors go through. Mm. Um, you know, because you're just like not the pretty. hazing, <laughs> the cloaks. <laughs> you know, we drink we drink from the chalice. 
There's that there's that ceremony that we, there that it we is. do have. But <laughs> besides that. I get the I get the special skull ring. No, no, none of that. None of that. Everybody on this board, um, and the staff yeah. have been so welcoming yeah. and wonderful. And um I have never been left wondering anything, you know, so I'm never lost. I'm never mm. no one's ever left me hanging. I have been well trained. But yeah, we receive a lot of leadership training. Mm. Um, to help guide us through this, because you may think like, well, what qualifies you to right. to be in charge of something like this? Well, they 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 find people who can help make a difference, and then they make sure that they, they give invest the tools. in those people. Yes, yeah. yeah, and so so they are investing in me as they've invested in in um, the rest of us, and I'm very grateful to have that, especially at the age that I am, right? Um, because I think all of this training um, and experience is only going to help me. Going to help you grow. Yeah, yourself, help right. me grow as a person, and I just I'm so grateful. So, well, you, you had an interesting topic when I asked, you said you wouldn't, you wanted to talk about leveling up yeah, and essentially challenging ourselves to learn things outside of our comfort zones. Yes. Yes. All right. So I get all, all ready <laughs> when people talk about getting outside of my comfort zone. You don't want to do it. Well, I just think to myself, I, I enjoy my comfort zone. It's I, comfortable. I, <laughs> because of that. It's comfortable. And it's like a, like a cozy pair of sweatpants. <laughs> You know, yes, <laughs> yes. But you you don't get super far in, in the cozy pair of sweatpants. You get about to your front door or your lawn, and then your neighbors look at you. So you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> like, right? Right. And, well, and I'll even go to the store sometimes, oh. which maybe I shouldn't do. I see clients at the store. I can't <clears throat> go in my sweatpants. Well, I see them too. I think they they kind of look at me sometimes, and I, to be honest with you, I don't think they're very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but I'm not the face, right? Like I, I live in a relative. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a small town, but yeah, I know a lot of people. I. It's hard mm -hmm. for me to go somewhere and not run into clients. Oh yeah, that doesn't know. happen where I live. You you see somebody every yeah everywhere you go. Yeah, it's not like New York or right or something. Oh so. no! In fact, I had lunch with a few guys the other day. My dad invited me to this lunch with these older gentlemen, and I had seen every one of their sons within the last 48 hours. <laughs> but just by happenstance. Just, yeah, just ran into them. And I, I said, huh, I have been with every one of your sons mm -hmm. in, in the last couple of days. Just mm -hmm. absolutely out of the blue. It was, it was great. So that's the So I wear my sweatpants. I'm seeing everybody that I know. All that being said, as right. we digress into sweatpants. I could talk about sweatpants all day. Well, we can go back to that if you want. But I, 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 I am. I do that because I am comfortable. And I and to use your analogy, yeah. what if I, you know, I, I'm cool just chilling at home in my sweatpants. And and if I go to the front door, I go to the front door. Maybe I don't want to go outside. Right. Right. What so, you're saying is, I'm saying you should go outside. I should go outside. And you should put on some real pants. Yeah, put on some real <laughs> pants and go outside and yes. be a big boy. Yes. Okay. Wow, I love this. I love the sweatpants analogy. We well, should, and that's what I'm going to need to do to level up is what is what yes. I'm getting from you. Yeah. So let me, get, I can give you a little background yes. on the whole leveling up idea. Yes. Um, because uh, it's, it's what I, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm an indoor kid. I am not an outdoor kid. So by that, I mean, I played a lot of video games. Oh, I'm, I'm a big dork. Yep, and I like too. movies and I like staying yes. inside and I don't like going outside Okay, in general, right. which makes it hard when most of my clients want to do environmental portrait. Right. Right. <laughs> so we do right. do that, but I wear like right. boots to, to shield me from the elements. And oh, stuff okay. Like <laughs> so, so yeah, no. To shield you. I like it. To shield me. Well, I live in Florida. There's a snake, right. there's a snake fear, you know? Oh, so right. yeah, I don't right. mess around. We're going to okay. wear, I, if I could wear them up to my neck, I would, <laughs> but, um, okay. but yeah, so, um, um, the, the leveling up thing comes from me 
playing all those video games. Oh, and yeah, funny. That's I didn't make the connection. I know because and everyone's I'm a bit like, of a gamer. Yeah, yeah. And yet yeah. I didn't make the connection. Yeah. So for me, and if you if you track me at all, mm-hmm. um, I like unlocking achievements. Yes. I like lists of things mm-hmm. that I can attain and mm-hmm. get to the the thing. Yep. Um, it was very much that way for me with with PPA with getting my degrees. Mm-hmm. I did those relatively quickly. Um, not because speed was of the essence, but because I really wanted it. And so I worked really hard for it. Right. And it resulted in me getting it pretty quickly. And you but, like climbing that ladder. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not even, I I guess I didn't think, I, I never even understood, like I said, the gravity of, of being on the board of directors. And it's certainly, the leveling up thing has nothing, that wasn't a goal. Right. That was, I was asked to do that. And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing that I, right. you know, you know I, right. but now, you know, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'll add that to the list. But, right. but, um. I guess what I mean is I like I like new skills and marking things off. I also um, like to figure out how things are done, and I don't like to be left wondering that. So okay. I might have seen a, a photograph in a magazine, and I like to to deconstruct it and look at the catch lights and sure. figure out what kind of light modifier it would have used. And mm-hmm. now I couldn't do any of that stuff at where I was when I started my business was at an all natural light level so Mm -hmm. i was working with available light all the time Mm -hmm. and um i was also part-time and um when that happened it was during the the crash the economy crash oh yeah you know so it was like oh nine ish um and so the i was working for an advertising agency and they started not to do well like everybody right you know and there there were layoffs and there were people like me who got cut and put to part-time and i was working as a web designer then and i loved it um, but I kind of needed to do something else right. at the same time. So, right. because to make up for the hours I was losing and the income, and mm-hmm. we also had a one-year-old mm. at the time. And, um, so I was taking pictures of her and, uh, and I, I had been a photographer just, you know, I studied, I went to school for it and, but it was all dark room and digital. I didn't have any idea how to have a business. So anything. you had some formal training. I had formal training. Yeah. Regarding I mean, the craft. Right. Yes. Right. But that did me a lot of good when I shot my first wedding and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You know, I had I had no guidance right. at all. So I right. get out of college with this art degree in photography, mm-hmm. feeling pretty good about myself, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and saying saying things like, you know, I know digital's big, but I'll never this is where it's at. I'll always be in the dark room. And is that you know, right? Yeah. I used to, and I, when I, was that? I, uh, that was um, like, oh, four. Okay. Or three. That would okay. be that would be when I was in college. Okay. I graduated in 05. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. So, you know, we we we'd spend all this time we'd smell like chemicals and we mm-hmm. were just like, you know, really really indulging in that. Did you look at yourself? And I'm curious about this because yeah. I do At first I thought you were talking about you were saying that much later. But yes, in the middle early to middle 2000s, lots of people were still, it's hard for people to understand that yeah. that's really where a lot of people were at. Yeah. Like, yeah, this digital thing's fine, but it's not for me. No, yeah, yeah. I gonna, was, some I was people like, were like, it's not going to catch you on. Can't, you can't get the look that I'm getting in this dark room. Right. It took me, you right. know, it would take me all day to get one one print that I was satisfied with because right. I was just a perfectionist right. with it. And Did you look at yourself as like a purveyor of the craft of photography and and like the digital people were, like I just I just sh- thought it, taking I, a shortcut. I felt like it was cheating or something a yes. little bit because I That's was working so at. hard to to right. learn these skills. Mm-hmm. I was I was in dark closets rolling film onto right. a reel, and I was just like, "This is really, wor-, you know, this, <laughs> this is, is work. I'm really doing this, you know." <laughs> 
And then, you know, and also digital didn't look like it does now. That is very true. You know, it didn't yep. look like it. And so, yep. you know, I was I was assisting for, I, I went to University of Alabama and I was a like a, a student aide to the mm-hmm. photography department. Mm-hmm. So I would go and hold a giant reflector at things and, <laughs> and you know, and they were shooting digital mm-hmm. at the time. And, um, but I, I didn't do any of the handling of it. And, you know, whenever I shot digital on the camera I could afford in right. college, it looked like junk. Yes. You know, so I, I was not convinced at all. Yeah. But then I graduate and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to now embark on my lifelong dream of being a professional photographer. Okay. And I, not the, not the first clue on how to do that. You know, the only insight I had was a fellow photographer who's here, my friend Allison, who's here at the convention, mm-hmm. who I went to college with and is from my hometown and shot my wedding. Mm. Um, Allison graduated, I think the year before me, and she went out and apprenticed for a wedding photographer out in North Carolina. Okay. And, and I thought, well, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. You know, that's the only way to get somebody who needs to open, you know, you need to go work for free right. for a studio and apprentice and then learn the ropes. And I, that just seemed unattainable. Right. I didn't know. I didn't have a connection with a wedding photographer right. in North Carolina. So anyway, right. I, um, I graduated, I shot, I think one wedding it was a horrible nightmarish time <laughs> where, I mean, really bad. I mean, not even that the photos were bad, but that, um, I just, I just didn't know. I just didn't know what I was doing at all. I shot it all with film. I was, I was doing the best I could. And, uh, you know, you ever find, do you shoot weddings? We do. Sh- okay. See, I, I'm not, I definitely don't shoot weddings. And I find it's not people's best day, <laughs> like in general, you know, like that's maybe not the best day to get the most. I mean, now I, I have so much respect for wedding photographers because it's so, so hard. I did it like once and I was like, I'm out, you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm think, not gonna... I don't know. I, Vicky probably shot a hundred, give or take. And mm-hmm. I probably helped her as a second shooter for maybe 20. I've shot four. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, 20 is nothing either. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you get these people that shoot you know, 50, 60 weddings a year and they've been doing it for, for 20 years. I, my thing with weddings was I feel like, yes, there are some people, some people it's the best day of their life and Mm -hmm. it goes great and it's smooth. And when that happens and like all the cylinders are firing, it's a glorious occasion. I bet. For everyone, including the photographer. Right. When it's not going well, Mm -hmm. it, it is really not going well. right it can really not go well like it goes south right fast and 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 then you're just like oh what in the world see i it i know we're getting on a tangent but like i find that i personally love to just have more one-on-one time with people so i can get to know Mm -hmm. them and uh, and try and pull a relaxed you know portrait yeah out of them right and um and i myself am not great on days where there's a lot going on honestly it sounds to me like gravitating from because maybe correct me if i'm wrong this is my attempt at a segue as well okay but you kind of leveled up for yourself i did from something that you either didn't want to do or didn't Mm -hmm. feel comfortable doing or just Mm -hmm. wasn't your thing to like you said i enjoy like the rapport building with somebody and yeah and, and taking their portrait in a more relaxed atmosphere or environment right so for you that's leveling up where it might be leveling up for somebody to go into weddings. 
Yeah, absolutely. It would be totally leveling up. If you're if you're if you're here, you're like, well, I shoot uh, kids and families, but I've always been interested in, in adding we- weddings to my right. business, and then uh, absolutely is leveling up. Um, so I'm going to circle back around because <laughs> I do this. Um, but when I went part time to from the ad agency, and then I started my business as a uh, photographer with uh, children and families mm-hmm. part time, I started getting some traction pretty quickly, um, word of mouth stuff. So I would shoot a family and then I would shoot all of their friends. Mm -hmm. And that, that just happened very quickly for me because everybody in Tallahassee knows each other, like we said. Um, but then I started getting people connected to me through my work with the advertising agency Mm. and they'd, and they'd say, Hey, I know you're doing this now. You know, um, like a friend of mine, um, his wife was working for the hospital in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And she said, we're looking for a photographer to take over for somebody who's not with us anymore um, to do headshots of all the new doctors that come in. Okay. So I started taking those jobs and that was yep. great money, yep. you know, um, really good supplemental in- income too, when um, the weather wasn't good right. to shoot outside. Cause again, I'm not shooting with any lighting. I'm it's all natural light right. at this point. And, um, and so I, that did, that went well, especially since the client wanted the pictures to look like Tallahassee. They wanted them to be outside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sweet, <laughs> you know, you know, and then one day they asked me, they said, our board of directors um, is going to be having their meeting and we need you to do a portrait of them as a group. And I went, great. And now I've been working for the hospital now for a while and they've become a good client and I, I've never told them no to anything. So I say, great. Yeah. So where do you want, where are we going to do the picture outside? Right. And they said, no, we'd like it in the boardroom. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, great. So is there a window in the boardroom? And uh, she kind of laughed at me and she was like, I mean, no, it's in the basement. <laughs> it's got oh. mahogany walls, you know. Yeah, because to them, they're not thinking. No, it never light. occurred to her that I would need of course. anything. Right. And, uh, it dawned on me (laughs) that if I wanted to continue taking these type of jobs and I absolutely did because I couldn't deny that this was great supplemental income, the commercial side that was developing for my business, Mm because I was getting referred to other, other places, law firms and things, other doctor's offices. Yes. Um, that I needed to, if, what was I going to say every time somebody asked me to take a picture inside? Great. Is there a window for a group of nine people, you know, and, and. Um, and that's the day that I bought a couple of strobes. There it was. Yeah. You needed, well, you needed that skill set. Yes. And so what that's what I do. mean is like, it was very scary to switch from being an all available or natural light photographer yeah. using window light, mm-hmm. which I have so much in many ways that is more difficult to be able to learn, to train your eye, to see light so mm-hmm. that you can work with the light that's coming in and, and pull amazing. I'm just I have so much respect for it. However, if you also want to go, like I needed to go full time, the advertising agency was definitely not going to be around for much longer at this point. And it was something, a decision I had to make. I had to get comfortable with strobe. You had to learn it. And I started teaching myself and watching things online. And Mm -hmm. of course I was a member of PPA and I started taking classes and getting as much hands-on experience. I joined my local uh, affiliate uh, in Tallahassee and I joined um, the state affiliate, uh, Florida professional photographers. Yeah. I just, I just dove in Mm -hmm. because I, and I found some fantastic mentors who really, really helped me. Well, and that's, I think that's a big piece of leveling up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Getting involved and being proactive with education. Yeah. Not just I, online education is great. Yeah, it really is. But I, it's yeah. not the same. It's not. 
just like in-person education is not the same as learning things online mm-hmm. at two in the morning in mm-hmm. your room mm-hmm. by yourself. Right. It's just not, they're totally, I think totally different experiences. There's such a ba- I think that there's a balance between both. I think anyone who uh, is a student can, I access my online education stuff, like with PPA EDU, for example, mm-hmm. all of our members included with their membership have this huge library of instructional yeah, videos. It's there. Yeah, it's just there. Mm-hmm. And so anytime there was a time where I was interested in, in learning more about real estate photography, I was going to have to take architectural photography is something I'm, I'm starting to get yeah. interested in. And some of my clients are asking for. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had somebody ask me if that's something I could do. And this is fairly recently. Um, and I said, yes, because I know I can do it. Right. You know what I mean? I would not yeah. recommend that you just fly blind all the time and yeah. say, you know, but at, at this level at my career, I am, I know that I would be able to do it. Um, and I went, I had a, I had a good idea of how I needed to accomplish it. And then I went and ro- and watched, I think four videos on PPA EDU from mm-hmm. Randy Van Dynan mm-hmm. about some architectural photography um, and uh, used that as, and just went and did it, you like know, a good springboard. Yeah. So, so I think, I think that it's great when people want to add more tools to their bags so that they don't have to say no, right. you know, it's not fear that's stopping them from not taking that job. Right. And, and it's it, different if you find out later on that, no, I'm not a big fan of this type of photography right. and you don't have to do it. Right. Then you don't have to do it, but right. then, then it's a choice. It's not because you can't do it. Right. It's and there's also, there's also skills and pieces of the learning experience that you can apply right to other stuff absolutely that you do like absolutely but um so when i'm when i've been helping other photographers um for example who are making transitions into things that they don't know how to do or they're afraid Mm -hmm. to try Mm -hmm. or they feel overwhelmed by my advice has always been to limit the new thing so if it's I'm going to I'm going to try and get really good at posing women, mm-hmm. for example. Um, OK, great. Then let's work on that. But don't also use a new type of light modifier. Yeah. Don't also bring in a new piece of furniture you've never shot on before. Right. Don't get a new background that you're also going to just try out. Mm-hmm. Like the other things need to be knowns. You right. don't because they need to be automatic. You don't need to be worrying about those things. And for me, I almost always fail when I give myself too many variables. Right. If there's one unknown, if there's other unknowns, I get hung up on. Well, it's exponential too. Like yeah, it's, it's that much harder. Three unknowns is not equivalent to one plus one plus one. And there are small things that right. can be unknowns that you don't realize are going to trip you up. Mm-hmm. You know, for for example, if it's a new background that you're using and you're also trying to learn some new posing techniques right. and master those, um, and you've never lit this background before, right. well, before you know it, you're spending all this time perfecting yeah. how the light is hitting the background, and yep. you're you know now and on top of that, you've also got to work on your posing. Yep. And again, I'm I'm not talking about doing this on clients. I'm right. talking about when you're just doing some, when you're learning. When you're learning and right. you're just doing some personal projects. I mean, the job I'm talking about for the architectural thing, I went and shot a building on my, several buildings on my own to get the technique down before I went and did the job. So you mentioned you know? personal projects. How, how often, really, how often are you proactive with stuff like that? Um, I, I will shoot a, I will probably shoot six to eight sometimes 10 if I have time this year I haven't had time but I will try and do that that about that many personal projects a year in between my client work really yeah um but 
personal projects don't need to be these massive productions. When okay. I when I mean personal projects, in my mind they are. No, no. Let's go small. <laughs> let's start okay. small. I'm not saying now you're going to start shooting this epic work that needs to go into image competition and right. whatever. You know, don't right. again variables. Right. Right. Um, I'm saying I I got a new uh, background. I got a new painted canvas background. Okay. All my other backgrounds have been paper or a uh, painted wall or, yeah. you know, muslin or something like that. But this was a, a, a look that I admired that you see in Vanity Fair a lot, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of raw edge canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I got a few of these backgrounds Is and green or gray, yeah, look? like a green gray and a blue yeah. gray. And they're all yeah. very subtle. And you're like, and, but you look at them for a minute, you go, I could have painted this myself. Like Maybe. a Leibovitz or a yeah, Bryce. like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, but then, but then you photograph them. And you're like, oh, I get it. No, I couldn't have done this myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm actually not skilled in yeah. any other form of yeah. art. There's more. There's yeah. more to it. There's more to I, it than you get I it. And you're like, is this what? okay? But it yeah. it and then it photographs beautifully. But mm-hmm. um, but there was some technique I had to learn about how they were going to photograph, and I certainly didn't want to like try that out on a client while I was also trying to right. meet a client need. No, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. um, so. What becomes what comes out of that is a personal project mm-hmm. because you got to shoot something on that background, right? Mm-hmm. That's a personal project. Small, it can start small, but I go big too. You know, I shoot a lot of stuff that ends up in um, IPC in International yeah. Photographic Competition, yeah. and um, and I try, but I try not to give myself the pressure of this is for competition. Okay, you know, so you don't necessarily set time aside to shoot for competition. Well. Uh, not normally. I probably should this year because I'm running a little short uh, on time sure. now. But um, I I have tried two different ways to do this. Mm-hmm. So I have entered a, a probably 50% of my um, merits through IPC and loans through IPC have been client work mm-hmm. that I just looked at it. Now, it real might have... Real stuff, so to speak. Real stuff, but it might have been real stuff that I shot and then I gave some extra love to for the sake of image right. competition. Of Maybe not what I would have done for the client. Sure. You know? Um, but then the rest of it have been ex- experiments, you okay. know? Like, I'm trying to get a, a dark and moody, dramatic lighting and so mm-hmm. I have my friend pose for it and uh, it turns out great and so no that wasn't for a client that was for me trying out a lighting pattern yeah. you know and um and then I get something really great out of it and then I'm able to use it and it ends up going loan however I have made several attempts to shoot for competition and really plan it out yeah. and get a model and hair and makeup and do the whole thing and then I just colossally fail because it's like too much you, you know, put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know why that is. If I if I overplan, and this goes for client shoots for me too. But if I overplan for those, I almost always something blows up in my face, <laughs> yeah. or it's just epically horrible. You know, so yeah. you have to learn. There's a certain amount of planning that, that works. There's a good balance. There is a balance, but I you know I I do better flying by the seat of my pants a little bit. Sure. Um, I understand that. But now, but now there's the things that are, um, that again, they're, they're not variables anymore. New things that I learned, right. you know, you working with strobe. Cause you know it now. Cause I know it now. I don't yeah. even think about it. You know, how, how often do you incorporate? So into the leveling up process, how often do you incorporate something like accountability with others, especially in your local guilds or your state guilds or even on a national level, considering how easy it is to talk to people. But do you ever get together with others and try to push each other yeah. or challenge each other? Yes. Yes. So I've been really fortunate in Florida. 
I'm just so fortunate um, to have such a great group of the local PPA affiliate Mm -hmm. there and then the state affiliate there. So um, I have several friends in Tallahassee that we have gotten together and and done challenges together. Um, You know, that might be, um, oh, I'll give you a perfect example. So my friend Linda Long and I, Linda's also a photographer in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. Um, Linda and I had this idea uh, where we would plan a shoot together, but we would do our own spin on the shoot. So we would have the same model, we would have the same dress or costuming or set, you know, studio or on location. We okay. it would all be the same. And we would assist each other with whatever the other person needed. Okay. And we would shoot it on the same day, but we would do our own absolute own interpretations okay. of what that would be. And maybe we would try something new for, you know, to challenge ourselves. Right. Um, but it was fun to plan together, like a collaborative shoot together. But but the images that come out of it are completely ours huh. uniquely because she she her her style is totally different than mine. We're able to kind of share a shoot to do a personal project with. And then both of us come out with images that end up uh, meriting at uh, IPC. Is that right? Yeah. But we did, you know, they're completely authored by us individually. It's the same model. It's the same place. It's the same time, but she's using a different kind of lighting than I'm using. I'm using, I'm doing a whole other method. My girl's floating in the air and flying around and her girl is, you know, got her skirt blowing up and, it's just it was just neat. It was just neat. How do you how do you get over the competition piece? It not IPC with competition, people in in your town. Yes. Yeah. So so before when I I guess I was in business maybe part time for the better part of a year, and I had several people locally reach out, send me an email, or say, "Hey, can I take you to lunch?" You know, we have this group that you should join. This right. is the Tallahassee Professional Photographers. Right. And I would and I was real skeptical like real skeptical of going because I thought, I, I felt, is this a trap? <laughs> you know, like, or, or that, am I going to show up and they're going to all chew me out because, yeah, who knows you know, what's going to happen? Do you have any business being here? You know? Yeah. Um, I finally accepted an invitation to lunch from one of those um, ladies. And, uh, and she was just like, you know, we just, we've seen your name around, you know, and, and we, some of us share some clients with you and which scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, we'd love for you to come to our meetings. We have this group and it's been around for a really long time. And um, it's kind of had a resurgence and we just, we meet at a me- this Mexican restaurant and they're like, there's drinks and mm-hmm. we have a speaker come in, mm-hmm. but mostly we hang out and, you know, and so I went to a meeting and I saw all these photographers that I had heard their names, I knew their names, mm-hmm. and they were all sitting together and they're talking. And I'm looking, I'm looking around, going, "They hate me." <laughs> like I'm walking in this room and I don't have any business being here because they're all somebody's. You know, they're all in known. your eyes. They in were, my eyes, yeah, yeah, established, and, established, and people I'd heard of, and, and they knew each other, and, and they seemed to, right. they seemed to all be friends. And, right. and our group is a little different. It was all women too. I mean, there was like three or four guys, but it was mostly a yeah. huge group of women. And um and but then I, I sit down and have, you know, a couple of beers with these ladies and they're like, hey, welcome. Oh, my God. We're so happy to have you here. And they were so great. And I developed such a fabulous network of other photographers in town. So, like, something goes wrong. I drop a lens and I got a client walking in in a minute. I have people in town I can call. I I think what um, I, people have to remember is there everyone needs photography. Everyone needs photography yeah. at every level, at every price point. Everybody mm-hmm. needs photography. Mm-hmm. It's to some extent. Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, there's enough work out there for all of us. And when, when you allow yourself to be friendly and network with the competition in your town and be on good terms with the competition that are in your town, things like 
referring back and forth happen all the time. I have. I feel like there's some people that could that would hear that and say, "Nope." Well, it's not possible. And I'm not, and this is my experience, you know, right. but, um, but it's not just my experience. It's, ex- it, this is stuff I hear from people all the time who participate mm-hmm. at this level. And, um, I think that's, what's so great about local, the local groups too, because that's, that's the coffee and donuts time, you know, where you get to know people, but I'll give you examples. So I don't shoot weddings. Mm-hmm. So I could just, when I, and I get wedding inquiries, even though there's no weddings on my right. website, right. you know? Right. And, and so, um, I never just say, no, I don't shoot weddings. Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I say, I say, you know, I have, I don't shoot, I actually don't shoot weddings or events, but I have several photographers and let me give you their names Mm -hmm. um, and and see if maybe they can get you in. But in the future, I would love to be able to work with you on any other portrait needs. You know, I always leave that open. Right. Now on the reverse, I have friends who don't shoot headshots. I have friends, Tallahassee friends who don't shoot any headshots. They'll send them to you. And they shoot weddings though. Right. right. They don't have time to shoot headshots because they shoot so many weddings. Right. Sure. Right. So they turn around and send them right to me. Exactly. And it's very balanced. It's very fair. We're, there's, you know, we, sh- we share things around and I don't know, there's a code maybe. I don't so know. One thing to, one way to level up would be to get involved. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Kind of get over that. Kind of get over that fear. Group learning is such a wise investment, mm. especially, I mean, it, um, Sitting in a group and listening to a speaker and having the opportunity, even if that speaker has to take off and leave, to sit around and then discuss what With what you group, all learned, right. and uh, you know, write down things that maybe you missed, right. you know, um, is is such an opportunity for growth and for yeah. leveling up, yeah. you know. Um, and I think maybe the first step to to being to that being successful is you have to be open to it. You have to not go into it assuming because I absolutely mm-hmm. assume that nobody's going to want to share with me. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates me because <laughs> I took, I've taken some client from right, them sure. and, um, and it's going to be catty, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so right, and you know what, honestly, worst case scenario, it's catty mm-hmm. and you turn around and leave. Yeah. That's like, and you're no case. worse for wear, right? right? Like, you're no better, you know, it's not the a risk p- reward is, is such that it would, it just makes sense to give it a shot. It seems it really to does. me. It right. really does. And here's the other thing that I think um, is so great. So when I worked at, at this agency, I worked in a big a big open space with a lot of other coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I had a team, a department of other web designers, and each of us had a, a task or, or something that we would work on for certain projects. So we would all end up working together, talking, joking with each other throughout the day, but mm-hmm. having having that camaraderie that you have at work. Yeah. So, And I'm a pretty social person. And what ended up happening when uh, that I didn't expect or think about when I started my own business and when I kind of transitioned out of that industry, the added industry, is it was lonely, very lonely. I might not talk all day. Interesting. I might okay. sit there and work all day at home mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and not say a word to a single person. Yeah, you didn't see that coming. I didn't probably. see that coming, yeah. and it was kind of devastating in a weird way. Right. You know, right. and I, I found I needed to have sound. I'd have TV on or right. something, you know. Right. Uh, or, or music. And, right. and um, um, when I got to know the people in this group, which then opened me up to the state group, mm-hmm. I developed friendships across the state. I mean, across the city and across the state. I have Linda. I keep bringing her up. But mm-hmm. Linda and I would Skype and work at our desk. And she was a two, two miles away at her studio. And she's just got Skype on and you just have Skype on. And, and we have Skype on. And mm-hmm. we're talking. Right. And we're 
editing Mm -hmm. and we're catching up and we're having office conversations and she's my competitor. Right. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's what I mean. Be, not everybody's out to get you or wants you to fail. Right. You know, and, and, and I have now, I mean, I have other photographers in, in Florida that I Skype with, you know, somebody, somebody will text me and they'll say, you know, something that's going on. And I'll say, you know, with their business, maybe there's an email that came through that they're like, oh, I've got to answer this email from this client. They're upset about something. And I'll be like, well, I'm on Skype. If you want to pop on, I'm just editing. If you want to bounce it off me. Well, then you've used social media to. Yeah. To really. I don't know. Nurture community, so to speak. You have a Facebook. I have a Facebook group. Yes. Called Level Up, which Uh um, which is is all about this. It's really about encouraging you to try those new things and to be open to doing stuff that you're not currently able to do right. or know how to do, but there's right. no reason you couldn't learn, right? So that's Level Up on Facebook. It's called um, uh, Level Up with Kara Derryberry. Okay. Yeah, Level Up was pretty broad. Right. <laughs> you right. know, I think it's it, that, that's being used. Right. <laughs> it's probably out there a couple yeah. thousand times. And, and yeah, maybe. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you know, um, I have this Facebook group, and, and I've encouraged people to post their own personal projects and things that they're trying to learn. Um, things they're uncomfortable with and get and get other people to engage with them and, and answer questions. It's not a come to Kara Derryberry and learn and ask Kara questions and get her to tell you how to do stuff. That's not right. the point of the group. The right. point of the group is community, community, community learning, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and this year what we're going to start doing is I'm going to start posting actual challenges you know, actual, actual things that we can all maybe try together if we okay. choose to. And I'm not saying like, it's black and white Thursday. Like, right. you know, you know what I mean? Like ha- yeah, ha- hashtag black and white Thursday or whatever it is. I'm not going to do that because right. that group exists. Those group exists mm-hmm. and, and, um, and are thriving and doing well. And I'm a part of those too, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm going to say, Hey, this week, um, I'm going to try a large light source, large softbox. Okay. Not a specific one, not a like you should use this brand and this kind and this whatever, but any large light source. And I'm going to try to achieve this effect. I'm going to create soft, natural looking light, but it's going to be controlled by a softbox. So specific and maybe a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah. Out of the blue. Just a challenge like that. Can you create a, a a natural looking light with a strobe? Right. You absolutely can. And because there are, I think there are photographers out there who are there like, well, my style, I love, I shoot natural light because I like the softness of it mm-hmm. and I like the fall off and I like how unobtrusive it is. And right. Okay, great. Sometimes it rains. Yeah. And you, but you don't want to change your style, right? right. You don't want to change the, the way that your work looks because it rained and you suddenly had to switch over to, um, to strobe. Well, and going at this from your angle also calls people out a little bit. When they're really saying that because it's, I'm afraid to learn. Yeah, I, I am anything else. Ma- shoot natural light, um, but make it a choice. Right. You know, not not because you don't know how to do anything else. Because right. you can certainly create if it's the look of natural light that you're a fan of, mm-hmm. you can create it yourself. Sure. You can have it controlled. And you can create it yourself, and you can use it. I trust me. If I can shoot available light, I would prefer to do it. Because I don't have to carry all that stuff out there right. with me. That's the biggest barrier. Yeah. There's <laughs> all the stuff you have so to So many of my environment, uh, <laughs> environmental, my seniors, when yeah. we go on location, yeah. so there are times where I'm dragging a wagon of yeah. stuff out there with me. <laughs> dragging dragging a, wagon. a wagon. I love it. And then sometimes <laughs> I'm just out there with my camera oh. and something to stand on because I'm yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a reflector. Right. 
Right. You know, so, um, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it doesn't, I, I'm not trying to call anyone out, but maybe I am a little bit, you know, it's, um, no, I think, we, we don't I, have to limit ourselves. I think you should own it. I think you should say, I'm trying to call people out a little bit. I, I, and I'm saying them. this for myself because mm-hmm. I'm the dude in the sweatpants yeah. that'll go to the door. Sure. And I, I, I love your, your call to action regarding community mm-hmm. and, and, and challenging yourself with new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like what you said, make, make your natural light skill set a choice. Right. Right. I could apply that to so many other things, like make it a choice. Like right now you, you do things a certain way because it's all you know how to do. Right. Right. But make it a choice by acquiring other skills. Absolutely. Shoot, shoot, shoot with intent. Mm -hmm. You know, not everything. uh, I think for a while when I first started, I thought I was pretty good. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was like, oh, I know a thing or two. (laughs) Um, But um, a lot of it, a lot of it was a happy accident. Whether I, whether if you'd asked me then, I would have said, no, you know, that's all skill, baby. Yeah, no, it's because I have such an eye. It's unbelievable. I just, I just live and breathe art and it just comes out of me. No, no. I mean, but, but I think, I think a lot of people go really far on happy accidents Mm -hmm. and that is okay Mm -hmm. until it, it isn't. Until they, until they dry up. Right. (laughs) You know, you can only get, be lucky so often. Right. You know, so why not have a little insurance, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, and shoot with intent and purpose. You know? I love it. I love it. This, this was great. This, this is like chalk full of inspiration and information together. Yeah. yeah. You know, I walked in the door today and I was like, I have been going all day and I don't think, I don't know, but like, yeah, you got, you got some stuff. I, I think so. <laughs> we have a lot of great, we have a lot of great content here. Now we have two more days. We have two more exciting, yes. fun-filled days. Yeah, they're they're going to be two big days. Yes, two big days. Tomorrow is awards day. Tomorrow evening. Yeah, that's There's right. There's a lot of awards going on, so we've got that, and we've got our council meeting mm-hmm. um, happening. That's another thing that I wasn't really aware of. Oh, council. Council. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of our members aren't really no, aware. Yeah, I think you're right of how that works. But mm-hmm. yeah, we have state representatives that are are voting on things on behalf of of the membership, and right. so every year we have this council meeting. And, uh, and that should be pretty exciting too. And we've got elections for new board members coming up. Mm-hmm. And so tomorrow morning is for me anyway, you got, everybody else are going to go to programming and have, and learn. <laughs> right. You go, you got work. I got to go to work tomorrow, <laughs> but, um, but it's all, but I love doing it. You know, I got to sit in on some pre-cons. I've been here since Thursday. So yeah. I got to sit in on a few pre-cons that were fantastic. And, um, if people aren't taking advantage of that, um, because that's really where you get to ask those get small classes and, right. and ask those questions. Right. It's more interactive. Much more interactive. Mm-hmm. So I, I got my education time in, mm-hmm. um, here and I'm excited about that. But yeah, tomorrow is, is awards night. And then we've got, um, Tuesday, my program's on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So I, I almost forgot. We yeah. have so many things going on. You got a platform coming I have out. a platform. I'm doing a demo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's, that's on Tuesday and I'm sure when this comes out, it'll be long gone. Yeah. It Thank will goodness. Be. It will be. <laughs> but you know what? There's going to be another one next year. Oh, there you go. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. So, but that's, that's Tuesday and then we have closing party and then I have another board meeting and it just doesn't stop. Sometime I'll, I'll go to sleep. So you're going to go home and sleep is what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like this weekend will be a weekend of... Sweatpants and sleep. Yes. Maybe leveling down. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. If we could just, or just staying at the same, if we could just like stay at the same, just with no pressure to move forward in any capacity, that would be awesome. Yeah, just just maintain. We just maintain. Okay. Steady. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I really appreciate your time. This was great. This was and especially so to take it out of your busy schedule. You got a lot going on, That's more than most here. Um, so thank you for that. It was excellent. And it, it was a pleasure. Very informative and entertaining at the same time. So thank you. Uh, good. And, Goal achieved. And have a good rest of the convention. Thank you. You too. Thank you.